All right, so uh, welcome, I guess, whoever whoever may end up listening to this, whenever, wherever you are, to the initial broadcast of hopefully what might be a series of the Podcast of Champions, so named for my friend and cohort, Wellbers here, who runs a MCU-themed message board uh, known as Sakar. Say yes. hello to everybody, sir. Hello, hello, I'm here. Very, very good. Um, you know what, uh, we're going to just talk about, uh, as we get going today, just some MCU news, a little bit of that's come out, which is exciting because we haven't had much of anything in, in, in quite a while, so I know we're... We're all like chomping at the bit for any any kind of news. Uh, just some general thoughts on phase four as we go forward. And uh, also just some insight maybe on our experiences with the uh, MCU in general to this point. Um, so as I mentioned, uh, Wellbert's here runs uh, Sakaar. And I was going to have you add some detail in on, on kind of our history a little bit. We uh, also have been members of a MCU theme board known as Nowhere. And we date all the way back to IMDB. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I think we've known each other really now for like four years. Mm -hmm. um, before that, I think we met on the IMD board, message boards back then. But when they were taken down, a bunch of us fled to the, uh, as we call it, the IMB, IMDB V2. Uh, short V2, actually. And um, I think we got to know each each other there for the first time really well and uh well yeah through some uh, drama on there and uh, in the end we ended up uh, at uh, nowhere uh, uh a message board and uh, yeah from there we got to sakar which i created a few months back and uh is doing pretty well. We can always use new members. So if you're listening and you're interested, you please take a look and join us. It's fun. Uh, a good group of guys. It's, it's like like we said, mostly MCU themed, but we talk about all kinds of stuff there. Uh, comics in general, movies in general, occasional social issues, just uh, just different things. But it's it's a it's a pretty good group of guys. I've always thought. So um, uh, yeah, uh, just. Um, you just made me think. Uh, so I I had uh, not been participating in the boards for a while, and, and Wellabers, just in case anybody's interested, was actually had found it stumbled on me on Twitter. Um, yeah, it wasn't really hard to use the same name. <laughs> I do, and and by the way, I should give that out. I meant to do that earlier. Uh, I'm I suppose affectionately known as R R Arch Stanton. Uh, although uh, most uh, people just call me Arch or Archie or Stanton or something like that, and any any of that is fine. But RRR Stanton is my my gamer tag, my uh, my uh, Twitter handle, my handle in general. If, uh, if if anybody wants to find me anywhere, pretty much in, in gaming or anywhere else. But um, yeah. I have the same. I'm I'm mostly known as Welly Bears. Uh, uh, it was a nickname given to me by an ex coworker. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, but on Sakar, I'm used uh, known as Grandmaster. Yeah, I started it so. Why not take the title as well? Um, and yeah, uh, again, uh, I met Arch on Twitter again and invited him to come back to uh, us because we missed him. And uh, well, here we go. We're a few years later and we're talking on a podcast. <laughs> and I want to add something um, just in case. My English is not so good maybe because uh english is not my native language i'm from the netherlands in europe uh, so uh, if i get something wrong please be uh, be patient 
I, I really, you've just got what I would call, like, from from my point of view, just an accent, a Netherland accent. But uh, it's it's all good. Uh, it's, you know, actually, we were just talking before we started recording about just MCU uh, experiences in general. Uh, we were talking about how uh, you're you're mostly an MCU fan, a little less of a comic fan, which is fine, uh, but mostly an MCU fan. I was going to uh, see what what uh, you know your MCU experience so far has been like. You know, what got you into it, especially coming from less of a comic background. Like, what got you into it? What kept you into it? What were some highlights? Well, uh, mine is actually quite interesting. Um, my first MCU movie was uh, Marvel's The Avengers. Uh, I have that was the first MCU movie I ever saw. Uh, coincidentally, it was also the first movie I ever saw together with my wife, my now wife, back then my girlfriend. And um, yeah, so it immediately had a special meaning to me, uh, besides being totally awesome. Uh, so, uh, when a few months later I was looking around in the DVD store in uh, my uh, hometown, uh, uh, I saw a MCU box uh, for phase one uh, containing every movie from Iron Man to the Avengers. So I figured, well, let's buy it. And, uh, well, I watched them and, yeah, got me hooked. Then I started reading up about it, you know, uh, saw there was a TV show coming out. Agents of Shield, uh, well, Iron Man Three, I went, I went to see, and um, I missed Thor: The Dark World, by the way. And actually, I've seen every uh, movie since in the theater uh, opening weekend. Uh, uh, and yeah, it, it basically be, it became a major part of my life, literally. My what? wife has already left uh, the. Well, she's she she watches them with me, but she's not a super fan like me. But uh, yeah, it, it really got me hooked. It has a special meaning for me because it always will be the first movie I saw with my wife, the Marvels, the Avengers. That's amazing. Um, I uh, of course I guess everybody there's a super fan, but I'm uh, I, I definitely consider myself one. I. I, so I come from a little bit more of a comic background. A, a lot of people have, have read tons more than I do. I've, I've got a, a decent collection, but I didn't start reading really any until, I don't know, sometime around 2000. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I came in and I, I, I always felt that they had like a really robust world. Like they had a lot of people to work with. They had a lot of characters, a lot of potential. And, and the moment they came out with, with Iron Man and uh, they, they had Fury at the end and they just basically announced, hey, we're doing that bigger world, just from a pure cinema perspective, I was like, you know, really? You're, you're, you're going for this bigger, larger thing that kind of all connects. Uh, but I guess each, each film that came out, you know, I was just thinking, can they really do Thor? And they nailed it. And can they really do Captain America with the first Avenger? And they nailed it. And I... I was just really impressed the entire time at their consistency and their patience. And I was just kind of amazed that they were really that dedicated to, to, to what they were doing. And then they, you know, Avengers was essentially just a big touchdown dance. Everything. I just remember being in the theater for that one. And there were just crowd cheering moments throughout. It was just a really epic, enjoyable experience just to be there. And, you know, something I saw come up, this was actually on Twitter the other day, I saw somebody ask if they knew who Thanos was at the end, when you when you saw the, the final ending post-credit when, when Thanos turned, and people asked if uh, they knew who that was. 
And, and a lot of people said they didn't, which is fine. I, I, I get that. I did. So I, I don't know what the experience would be like if you didn't know who that was. But for me, seeing Thanos turn around and knowing who that was completely blew my mind that they were sitting there making a statement that we are going. This isn't this is just the start. Avengers are just the start. We are going for the Infinity Gauntlet story. And I just I couldn't believe it. I was I was just sitting there like, wow. Like, you're really going to attempt that? So I've been hooked the entire time. I, I love absolutely everything you've done. I'm, I'm super into it, I guess I would say. Yeah, compared to you, I'm a bit of a noob. But, yeah, uh, I, think I think that can only be uh, topped or uh, compared to the, the moment, uh, the portal scene in Endgame, where mm-hmm. you, that's basically you hear hey cap on your left you knew at that moment the awesomeness was coming the goodiness the they were they went full in at that moment but you said an interesting thing earlier uh, it's all about patience because other attempts at cinematic universes has been has been done uh, but you can always tell people are uh, the the studios are too impatient to really build it take their time uh, get people really invested and yeah, that's what you need to do, I guess, uh, if you want to tell uh, a story like this. You really need to take your time and invest in uh, in people in people to get attached to your series. Uh, and nobody has done that uh, like Marvel has done. Um, I will ever always argue um, that uh, the MCU wasn't the first successful cinematic universe because we also have star trek i think they have done a good job with their movies with their shows to have an interconnected uh, universe but it's not as connected deeply connected as the mcu uh, but uh, i i absolutely love everything about it uh, i'm currently doing a rewatch of the movies uh, as we speak i'm at ant-man so you know how far deep i am in about halfway and uh, I can do that every year. I do that once or twice. I, I, I can't get enough of these movies. I know them by heart, and uh, but I, I, I just can't let them go or uh, leave them be. And just especially now with the droughts we are experiencing for, well, almost, uh, well, almost a year, more than a year. Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, the need for MCU content is there. I'm right with you, man. I'm I'm psyched for what they've got coming. And to that end, um, I know you wanted to cover some news bits, which I thought were uh, some some really great ideas. Um, yeah. And I know we've got a little bit of bad news, some of the postponings, but I wanted to start with uh, some of the good news that came out. And I know you'd mentioned uh, uh, WandaVision, so that that'd be a good place to, to start if you if you wanted to, yeah. if you want to talk about that for a bit. Yeah, WandaVision. They dropped the trailer last week. Um, I think I saw seen it already 25 times or something. Uh, uh, I think it's totally amazing. Uh, it's totally different from anything they ever done before, uh, which is one of the part that makes the MCU so great because they keep doing new stuff. Uh, now, the most of the, the trailer looked like a 90s 50 uh, sitcom. And um, yeah, it, it gave you an immediate feel, good song choice. Uh, Twilight Time by the Platters. Uh, it, 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 that's is actually more uh, deeper song uh, than 
uh, yeah, I mean, it is about pe- people dying, meeting them again uh, uh, in your thoughts and in your dreams. And uh, yeah, that makes it, yeah, it gives a good feel for the 1950s America. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm really, really excited. And I think it's going to be, well, crazy, really crazy. And I'm loving it. <laughs> Uh, I am too. Um, what, one of the things um, that I've kind of consistently said since since 2012, so when it just came out, is that uh, you know, as 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 wild as that trip was going to be, um, after they got done with that, I always thought they'd be playing house money and they'd just be able to do anything they wanted. Um, at that point, uh, they, they didn't have to necessarily build towards one thing specific. They could just go crazy. And and Wandavision to me looks like just one of the wildest things you could possibly imagine. Um, and I, I think it's great. Um, I don't know exactly where they're going with it. Um, I I don't know if you want to get into theorizing, but I've I've kind of got this idea. I don't think we've talked about this, but I, I've got this idea that maybe she's the town they're in, like she's encapsulated it in some sort of bubble that you can't get into, and she's altered everything within it to just kind of fit her vision, right? Uh, or, or, or a perfect life, or or whatever it is that, that... <laughs> fit her vision. Uh, pun yes. intended. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Unfold, uh, and and maybe that's what's going on, but I don't know. They've they've got a. I I don't like to speculate too much because I don't want to get married to and like one idea and think that that's what they have to do. Yeah, well, but, there's there's one part that uh, one thing that came up earlier in a Twitter conversation we had with another Marvel guy, um, uh, that the the Agatha Harkness mm-hmm. witch character. Uh, is also involved is kind of like a villain villainous character in this case which may be even manipulating wanda um make her a little bit go crazy i don't know could be uh but it's uh, too obvious uh, uh to be coincidental this character shows up uh in the first trailer and actually in the show um so uh so yeah, uh, the the town bubble uh, it is something that I uh, I can I can see happening, but um, uh, a kind of manip- manipulation from the outside, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, it cannot be excluded. But yeah, we'll see. Um, it looks damn good, and um, yeah, it's it's it's. I can't wait for it to come out. Um, what we saw uh, coming out. The lineup for October and November was already released by Disney Plus. Um, no one division in there, um, so it could be December uh, after the Mandalorian se- season two ends. But there's also some speculation it might be uh, last weekend of November. I think that's a Thanksgiving weekend in America. Did they update it? I'm not looking at it right now. I, I wish I'd pulled that up now. I think they'd shown it, they just listed it as December 2020. But I don't know if that's finalized. They've shifted things so much. But yeah. I, when does Mandalorian come out? Uh, October 1st. No, uh, October 30th or. Yeah, October 30th okay. is the first episode. So uh, I think uh, it, there will be six or eight again. Uh, let me check that quickly on my phone. But while we are talking, uh, so that would mean that halfway through December, 
they would be ready with the uh, uh, with Mandalorian, so ready for to start releasing one division because I don't think they will uh, uh, eight episodes. Yeah, it probably will be around Christmas, I guess. Um, now I know last time they didn't release Mandalorian once a week; it was like once every four days. I think some of the episodes came out like well, on a very staggered schedule. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, uh, it, it seems to be uh, that Disney Plus releases their new stuff on Fridays. Uh, right. uh, so, um, uh, if there's one episode every Friday, you will see something like the last week before Christmas Day. We'll have have to finish the Mandalorian, so we may get one division literally on the last day of the year or something right. uh, uh, to get started. Well, uh, we'll see. I can't wait for it. Actually, we need some new MCU content. It has been since July last year we had some. So uh, uh, yeah, I hope I hope they uh, they uh, yeah give the fans this. I'm with you. I'm super excited for it. It, it looks incredible. It looks wild. It's it's uh, completely different than anything they've done so far. And I'm really intrigued as as to how that ends up tying into. I love the fact that they're going to start tying these into like Doctor Strange and, yeah. and things like that. I can't wait to see how that goes. Yeah, it, it will be a, like a bridge between uh, the events of Infinity War uh, and uh, and Doctor Strange uh, in the Multiverse of Madness uh, movie. I am totally excited for because, well, only the title alone is, yeah, that says enough. The Multiverse of Madness, come on, and uh, yeah, uh, no, we, we need it. Oh, uh, we didn't plan on talking about this, but I. I... It, you just reminded me that it's, they're really going to start playing off the the effects of things that have happened. I know some people are are concerned to to what extent they're going to do that, but you know this is this is a show that's leading right in from the fact that Vision died, and this is a result of that, and it's going to result in in something else. So they're they're really, you know, they're really letting the events that happened have a big impact. Um, yeah, on. it's it's not like a reboot or anything uh, or restart, if you will. It's it's basically where they're gonna continue the story, uh, only they're I think they're gonna take it really slow again with building up something. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we will get a better idea at the end of uh, phase four. Um, talking maybe uh, tour at the end you may get some uh tour uh love and thunder uh, at the end of that you get maybe an idea where they're going but uh yeah for now we just have to wait for one division uh i absolutely can't wait for it i need it man uh let's talk about uh let's talk about some of the casting news we mentioned uh what are, what are your thoughts on who they got coming in yeah basically um uh, kang was uh, uh was Announced uh, Jonathan mm-hmm. Majors, and uh, She-Hulk was also cast in the last few weeks. Tatiana Maslany. Um, well, I, to me, they look like fine choices. I mean, uh, I I read some controversy uh, about skin color or uh, about the size of Tatiana Maslany in comparison to She-Hulk. You know, it's not like Bruce Banner. Uh, Mark Ruffalo, he's like a big, big, muscular, enormous guy or something. I mean, it's... He's a very normal guy. Yeah, so he he usually also wears shirts, by the way. Uh, But, uh, yeah, 
I just want to say this about the casting. Uh, if you look at casting and you start thinking, oh, this is not the right person for the job or anything, look at what the MCU has done until now. I mean, can you imagine anyone else playing Steve Rogers except Chris Evans or Iron Man, like Robert Downey Jr. or Stephen Strange with Benedict Cumberbatch? I don't know how to pronounce his name, so I hope yeah. it's right. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, uh, Sarah Hellyfin, she does the casting for the MCU. Every Marvel movie you see, you see her name casting. She has done an excellent job casting this universe. And I trust her. I think they will go, they will, they will be fine. And um, as I understand it, they're both great actors. Um uh, I understand that Kang is related to Reed Richards in some uh, way, so uh, we probably also get a black Reed Richards, uh, which I'm fine with, actually, uh, because in the end, it's about being a good actor and portraying the emotion and uh, getting the job done. And uh, how somebody looks, who cares, in the end. Yeah, That's definitely. my opinion. Yeah, yeah, the, I totally, totally agree. Um, now, I, I I don't know anything about these these two. I've never I've never seen them in anything, so I was kind of looking up their their filmographies. Um, Majors has a good reputation. I, I haven't seen him in anything myself yet. I, I honestly don't watch a ton a ton of new movies, a couple a year. But um, so I haven't gotten anything to his, unfortunately. Tatiana, she has an extensive one. I, I don't know if you've you've looked at this, but she she dates back to like uh, you know the the late nineties. She's been in a ton of films, ton of television. She's even been on uh, in theater for a while. So she comes highly regarded. Um, both of them do. Um, I know she, I haven't seen it, but the most recognizable thing on here, at least for me, was Orphan Black. Um, yeah, uh, which I haven't seen. I haven't seen it. I can't recall seeing any, uh, either of them in anything. Um, so that, that makes it also hard for me to uh you know uh give a educated uh or an informed speculation about uh how they're gonna do uh i just trust marvel and I what just... they do and and uh, i i can't see them you know dropping the ball uh this heavily on these two characters which are both heavily uh, wanted and expected in to appear into the mcu and they will not drop the ball on that. Uh, same goes for Miss Marvel or Moon Knight or whatever other character is yet to be cast. Uh, they will do a they will do a fine job casting these people. I totally agree. Um, and and Kang, so there's two thoughts I had on on Kang. One, if they're and it seems like they are, but if they're really looking at him to be a major villain for years and in multiple different projects they for sure did not take the casting lightly they 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 really thought about what direction they wanted to go and how it was going to impact things yeah it's just another thought on because i see people you know like do a lot of fan casting and and that's fine it's fun um and you know speculation and then if somebody gets cast they you know have thoughts and opinions on them but there's a big factor that we don't know what angle they're going with yet. We don't know how they plan, you know, what they intend to do with this specific actor in that specific role. And, it, you know, what, even if you think, oh, maybe this doesn't quite fit or it doesn't fit what I thought that they were going to do, they may have an idea that fits 
and they probably do, that fits really perfectly um, and makes sense for that particular actor to be in rather than just what you thought they might have done with the role. They might be doing something a little bit different and it works for that actor. Um, I, I think the biggest casting choice, I'm a huge Bond fan, if you don't know. I've got some Bond DVDs sitting sitting back here somewhere, but um, I remember I when... I see the Star Trek sign as well, so good yeah. job. <laughs> but uh, no, Bond, uh, I have all the movies. I know them well. Uh, I've seen them uh, multiple times each, so yeah, uh, I don't consider my, myself a huge Bond fan, sure. but I, I am certainly a fan. Yeah, go ahead, go on. Oh, right. no, I'm, 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 I followed that series for a long time, but uh, Craig stands out to me. I know a lot of people uh, mention other, other castings that uh, wound up paying off that people weren't a fan of initially, but, but Craig being cast, I remember being, uh, you know, the, the James Blonde jokes and, and things like that that came out with Craig. And he quickly, very, very quickly became uh, arguably just among the Bond community, one of the, if not the best um, Bond actors. Like he's just, you know, he's really highly regarded at this point. And he, and he was very early on, the moment Casino Royale came out, uh, he was extremely highly regarded. So you just never know, right? Like you can't, can't really jump on things. And I, I think both of these have, have come with great uh, track records. Uh, I haven't yeah. seen them anything, so I can't say personally, but um, like you said, they wouldn't have cast them lightly and they've done a great job with casting so far. So I'm excited, man. I'm pumped. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think we will talk about uh, favorite bonds later on. <laughs> Let's move on to delay, the delays we actually had, also had. Yeah. Um, it's not a surprise they have been delaying stuff again. Uh, I don't know exactly the numbers from Mulan, uh, but uh, being released on Disney Plus through VIP access. But personally, I I never even doubted uh, hiring the movie uh, for in my country uh, for twenty euros. Uh, it's it's just too much. You pay already six six seven euro a month, and then you have to pay another. 20, 21 euro uh, for 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 another movie uh, to watch, and three months later in December they already announced it. You're gonna you're gonna get it for your normal price. And who's gonna spend that kind of money? So I can't imagine it doing that well. Um, that being said, if it would have been Black Widow, I think I wouldn't even have doubted and would have bought the movie. Um, uh, yeah, so I think a lot of more people would have be would have been willing to pay, spend money on Black Widow, so it could have been a success with a VIP access release on Disney Plus. Uh, what amazed me is that they do, didn't do uh, like a, a joint release, release it in theaters, release it for VIP access on Disney Plus. Right. That way, people can choose how they watch it, when they watch it, with who they watch it. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, you make more money, I guess, but uh, because you have absolutely no guarantee, things will be back to normal in May, and yeah. they may dele de delay again, uh, because it's quite obvious now that they will absolutely release it only in theaters, like the regular Marvel movies they have done so in the past. So um, there, there's no way around it. People get to see Black Widow in theaters when things are normal. Uh, let's just hope that the several vaccines in development are successful. Uh, so 
society can get back to normal uh, uh, because I don't see any other way uh, we get to see Black Widow uh, earlier than that. I, I wonder, so you made me think of a couple things there. Um, I, I was surprised they delayed it. I, I, like you, was kind of leaning towards the give it a limited release, um, you know, maybe not, you know, in, you know, 3,500 theaters, but in 1,500 theaters or something. I don't know. Well, uh, Arch, Arch, listen, there's no new movies in theaters. So theaters are craving new movies. Right. They are the best thing that could have happened to theaters is the release of a new Marvel movie. Because if there's any movie of a chance to draw a crowd, it's a Marvel movie. I mean, we've seen it. The number one worldwide box office king ever, Avengers Endgame. I mean, the last MCU movie uh, that went, came out went made more than a billion dollars. So Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. Um, I mean, Marvel you... could, could have saved... The theaters. Did you see the trailer views for WandaVision? Did you see how many it got? Yeah, exactly. It was like fifty exactly or something close to that in the twenty-four hours. It's insane. That 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 blows anything away. Like, nothing yeah. gets that. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you're right. There's there's a total uh, there's a thirst for it. The people are people are really wanting it. Um, so I, I would have preferred a split. I mean, if you know, I I like you. I feel like if you didn't if you didn't feel safe or comfortable going to a theater, you could watch it at home. Um, I think by delaying it, I agree with you that they've they've more or less committed to theaters. But you, you made me think of something else: is is they've got, especially with these new shows they're casting and and wanting to film, and and the movies they're starting to film as well, like like Shang Chi or um, any of these other they're just getting started on. They're going to have a huge backlog, and if you if you keep delaying stuff, you're going to have like twenty completed projects just waiting to come out all at once. If you you know you know what I mean. If you don't have some sort of stagger. Well, one, the point is, uh, uh, I think they delay it because of the production. Uh, right. Because Shang Chi is wrapped up or almost about to be wrapped up uh, filming. Right. Uh, of course, there will be uh, some reshoots, like there's uh, for every Marvel movie, uh, probably somewhere uh, early spring next year. Um, Eternals is all done and dusted. It's, it's, it's in post-production. It was supposed to come out in a month. Come on. It's done. Uh, that's ready for, uh, for release. So they have What's... WandaVision ready. They are finishing up Falcon and Winter Soldier. So by delaying uh, the release, they can uh, buy themselves time to start production on what comes after that. So they, right. they have it ready in cans, and they can uh, put, the, put the, the, the rest out later. I mean... Um, by the way, these delays have created a crazy schedule from May uh, 2021 until July uh, 2022 or something. In 14 months, we get like eight movies, Marvel movies. That's insane. It's, that's insane. That's you. May, Shang-Chi in July, Eternals in November. Uh, Spider-Man 3 uh, from the Home Trilogy uh, is planned for December. Mm -hmm. Then you get February, uh, you get uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. March, you get Doctor Strange. Mm -hmm. May, you get uh, Black Panther 2. And July, you get Captain Marvel 2. So from May 2021 to July 2022, there are eight 
MCU movies planned. That's beside the fact that there is rumor and speculation. I know you're not a big fan of it. I am not a big fan of it. But the Sony movies, like Venom 2, like Morbius, like Spider-Woman, that are all also planned, could also be ending up in the MCU. Then you have like 11 MCU movies coming out in little over a year. I mean, I don't know about you, but I need to save some money for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's... Uh... I mean, I, I can get to them, but that'll that'll be yeah. That's that's a lot. That that, that is a lot. Um, especially if the Sony movies wind up, uh, you know, officially or unofficially tied in. And, and even if they don't, like, if you're a big fan of them, you're gonna go. You're gonna want to go see them. And eleven movies is just it's a ton, man. That's yeah. that's why I was kind of hoping some of these, like Black Widow and and Shang Chi, maybe wouldn't get further delayed uh, because I think it gives them a little bit more breathing room. Yeah. Uh, but we'll, it's a shame, to, by the way, by Shang Chi. It was planned to go out on uh, Chinese New Year in 2021 originally. Right. Uh, a movie, Chinese character uh, at that holiday in China, it they, it would have made a ton. Uh, not saying it won't now, but um, right. it, it would have been uh, so cool to see all of China going to that movie on Chinese New Year. It would have been the event of the year over there. I'm a little bit aware of this because uh, my wife is Chinese, uh, chi from Chinese descent. So uh, I'm, a, I'm a bit a bit uh, familiar with Asia and uh, Marvel is huge there, by the way. And uh, yeah, Shang-Chi was really their tentpole movie for Asia uh, for that moment in time. But yeah, unfortunately COVID fought otherwise. And it, it, it's it's unfortunate. Some of these, like Black Widow's been delayed a year, Eternals a year, Shang Chi's a little bit. I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited for all of them. Um, the, the hard part is knowing Black Widow is done, and you could just conceivably watch it right now if you wanted to, and you have to wait like an like there are, there are people who have seen the complete right. movie already. I mean, it's in a can, just waiting to be released. But yeah, I can't wait. Um, so uh, there was one other new series. Did you want to talk about that one? Yeah, that was a surprise. Uh, uh, yesterday or the two days ago, we all of a sudden got the news that there appears to be a Nick Fury series in development uh, at Marvel Studios for Disney+. Plus. Uh, I can only say Samuel L. Jackson in a series, Marvel series, as Nick Fury. Uh, give it to me now. <laughs> I can't I'm, wait. <laughs> I'm a little shocked, but it's amazing. It, it, it's really cool. Shocked in a good way. I think it's. I think it's really cool if, if they do that. Yeah. What do they do with it? What do you think they? I don't even know what to think about it. I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about it. What do they? What do they? Where do they go? Yeah. It's. It's not like he's uh, agent of Shield anymore. Um, yeah. I. I have no clue what they're gonna do. Uh, I think he will. He will just. It will just be an interconnecting uh, TV series with. Yeah. Uh, lots of guest characters where we go like, oh my god, uh, that guy or that woman is also in there. Uh, uh, yeah, it, I know it's going to be awesome because I adore L. Jackson. From the first time I consciously saw him uh, in uh, Pulp Fiction, the right. uh, Quentin Tarantino movie. Um, I think he has been in every other your Hollywood movie since because, man, that guy is in a lot. Uh, and he always brings it. He always brings his A-game. He is, I think he's a really, really, really good actor, and I love the guy. 
and I love his Nick Fury. Uh, I just saw Winter Soldier the other day, and oh my god, he's so good. Uh, yeah. The uh, you know this made me think of uh, just this feels like a comic book series to me. Like so, in in if you haven't read a ton of comics, like um, a, a lot of times people will just sort of certain characters will just kind of fade away for a little while. Like they do something and then you don't hear about them for a couple of years. And then all of a sudden they'll come out with like a limited series. Uh, Silver Surfer reminds me, I was a big Silver Surfer fan when I was growing up and uh, he would just kind of disappear for a while. And it made sense for his character because he'd be off in the galaxy doing who knows what. And then five, 10 years later, all of a sudden they'd come out with this little mini six issue Silver Surfer set about whatever he was doing. Now this feels like that to me. It, it feels yeah. like, Fury, we don't know what he's doing exactly, but here we get this little mini-series with Fury. It's very comic book. It could also be that they put this series between Captain Marvel and Iron Man in. Right. Oh, it could be. Yeah, I'm sure he's tied into something. It's got to be a sword show, right? Yeah, I mean, cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I think they are introducing sword uh, right. in the in, in WandaVision. Um, right. So, yeah. That yeah, could be. Maybe. Yeah. Um, it could be tied to the Miss Marvel show, also coming. So yeah, yeah. if it, and I hear that they what I read is they have like four other projects just in development which we don't even know about. I mean, they keep have to keep feeding Disney Plus. I mean, um, can we talk about Disney Plus for a second? Uh, yeah. If you if you look at Disney Plus, um, when I got it and I live in the Netherlands, we were fortunate enough to get it uh, last year on September the twelfth two months before the rest of the, the world got it because we were a test area. Um, I immediately signed up the same day it came out. And um, yeah, it's fun. The completely Disney catalog. Uh, but their problem is their originals. A lot of that content is uh, directed at kids. And that's fine. Disney has always been a kid's uh, company and uh, they they make their content for kids but when you look at Star Wars when you look at Marvel um, there's a big adult section needed and I mean adult section like content that adult people will like to see uh, I mean um, it's you can't drive uh, streaming service on nostalgia alone right. and uh, um, that's why they Star Wars original series to get people to come to Disney Plus because if they don't, um, yeah, I fear for it, especially with this COVID situation and uh, what it does to the to the big studios. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, then you they need that content. So. Um, I think that's the reason why Marvel is pushing out a lot of Disney Plus shows at this moment, uh, more than we even know about. I wonder what they will do um, with those shows, if they will keep it as a one season only, or um, that they will do season two and season three, etc. Because it doesn't feel like WandaVision is something uh, that will come back for season two, if you know what I mean. I mean... Uh, they tell their story because that fits at that moment in time in the MCU. But right. um, is there a need or uh, something for one of the season, vision season two? I doubt that. Uh, no, I agree with you. And, and one thing I love in general that the TV has kind of gone to, uh, it, it used to be that, that shows would just kind of 
go on and on and on and on and on and you know just eventually fizzle out when nobody was watching it anymore but i I love i love that a lot of shows have really decided you know it's going to be four seasons it's going to be five seasons it's going to be six seasons we're going to tell this one specific story and then that's it we're not going to just kind of keep going just because people are watching it i I think it's great because it just gives you a tighter story um and I, I think I think in a lot of cases that's what they're doing here. Like Wanda may get another series eventually, but it's gonna be, you know, if they do that, it wouldn't be really a sequel to this. It'll be some other story that she's doing. Um, and who knows what that could be. I don't know. But um I, you know, another thing I was thinking about the Nick Fury series is it is it gives them a name. Like I have no idea what they're paying for Samuel L. Jackson, but I'm sure it's a lot. And you know, there's some of these shows like, you know, like you and I love a She-Hulk series. You and I would love a Miss Marvel series, or but you know, the, you know, and a lot of people don't know who Tatiana Maslany is. Um, you know, a lot of people don't know, you know, aren't as familiar with the the comic story of WandaVision, even though it's going to be huge, obviously. Um, and it's got a lot of trailer views, so I know people are going to watch it. But, you know, having Samuel L. Jackson there in the Nick Fury show also gives them just a draw, like, oh, Samuel L. Jackson is, is going to be in the show. And it gets people to watch other things. I, I don't know. I just think it helps build the build the brand there a little bit. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, uh, and um, the the strength of Marvel is that they, uh, I mean, when let let's just be quite clear here. When I start watched the Marvels, the Avengers, like we talked about earlier, for the first time, I didn't know anything about Marvel and their characters. I mean, I uh, I I knew about the Hulk because we had a Hulk series when I was a kid. Uh, the one with Louis Ferrigno. Um, I love that show, by the way. Um, we, I knew about uh, Captain America because I saw a comic book one day at my uncle's house where Captain America was featured in. But that's it. I didn't know the other characters. Um, and Marvel has like a ton of characters which i have no clue about and i can't wait to get to know them and uh, that's the power of marvel and they are also willing to put those characters unknown characters and uh, i am not a comic book reader but there are also comic book readers who don't know about the marvel characters coming out i mean i am 100 percent sure that nobody has ever heard of guardians of the galaxy except the happy few before that movie came out yeah, well, I think Guardians of the Galaxy is now one of the hottest properties in uh, in in comic book land, right. and that all became uh, possible possible through uh, one movie by uh, James Gunn. And uh, I mean, before 2014, nobody have ever heard of Rocket and Groot, and now uh, I own a T-shirt of Rocket and a T-shirt of Groot, and yeah, so that says it all. Uh, they can create icons and they have done so in the past and they will keep doing that so there is also no need for sequel series uh, like you said they will just put uh, okay now we have a show about wanda and vision uh, next time we put wanda up with doctor strange in the show or uh, with uh, some other character we don't even know about that's coming um, i mean we know Blade is coming, but they haven't announced a show or a movie yet. But we know he's coming because they announced the, the, the actor for it. But yeah, it's uh, that makes that that that's the awesomeness of Marvel, in my view, that they create icons like that. 
I, I also agree. That's that's why I've always been a, a really big fan of them. Um, uh, more than a lot of things is is because they've. I always thought I always just said they have a really huge bench and they're able to take. Uh, everybody plays their part, even characters that most people would say are in that category of you've never heard of. If you look, if you if you kind of do a, like a little bit of research on them, they they've all played or most of them have played like an important part at some point or another. And they all can kind of come in and, and play on the level of who you would think are the A-list. The, the gap between A-list and D-list in Marvel, if you wanted to find it that way, isn't that big, right? Like everybody is is kind of up in a top tier and important in one way or another. And I, I, I always thought that that's what was was cool about them, that you can bring in the Guardians and they feel important, that you can bring in She-Hulk and she feels important. She doesn't just feel like a spinoff of the Hulk, like, like that kind of stuff. I think it's... Um, I think, I, mean, I think it really is a lot of depth. I mean, just how important was Nebula in the in in in, in the Infinity Saga? Right. I mean, she's she she starts off as a villainous character uh, in in Guardians of the Galaxy, and actually not even the prime villainous character in that movie, and yeah. she becomes one of the most important characters in the Infinity Saga, and you don't even see it coming. It's it's yeah. totally natural. So yeah, it's 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 crazy. It's uh, right. really crazy. Let's just. That's what I mean. Everybody feels like they matter on some level. It's, it's really weird to go back and trace individual characters and see where they've gone. Like the arc of, uh, you know, where, where both Sam and Bucky have gone, that they were both sort of sidekicks, played a little bit of a role, got more important in certain ways, and now they're both starring. They're going to be huge. Sam's going to, uh, you know, be officially dubbed Captain America at some point in the near future. And I, I it's just an incredible sort of story arc. That that's what we assume. We right. have to wait and see if that yeah, happens. Yeah, that's true. It's true. <laughs> There's a lot still that can, that can happen. Huh? Uh, right. uh, came, so uh, you, you, we don't know. But yeah, it, it looks like it. But yeah, it, uh, Falcon, uh, Sam and Bucky, they are, they are awesome together as well. We already saw bits, bits and pieces of that in Civil War. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I, I can't wait also for that show. Unfortunately, it, we sh should have been in the middle of... Falcon and the Winter Soldier are almost done, actually. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's also delayed until 2021. Uh, let's hope it will come out early in that year. So, yeah. So, just going into Phase 4, like, what, I mean, we've talked about several things that are coming up, but what has you, uh, I don't know, what's maybe most surprising that sort of maybe was off the radar, but is now on your radar, and then also what are you most excited about? Um, this sounds a bit silly because we have been talking about it a lot already, but WandaVision uh, was already uh, one of my uh, uh, major interests in Phase 4 because uh, it's completely different because of the, the 1950s comedy show feel. Um, and yeah, I'm a sucker for Doctor Strange. Uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, yeah, he... he I loved his origin story. I think it's equal to Batman Begins, which was my favorite uh, comic book movie of all time until Infinity War. Right. Uh, uh, but his origin story the, uh, is very close to Batman Begins. So uh, it's, it's the best origin story in the MCU as far as I'm concerned. Uh, visually stunning. Uh, the multiverse of madness. I mean, I cannot wait what they're going to do with that. The title uh, uh, yeah, creates so much anticipation and so much, yeah, so much possibility. Uh, I can't wait for that. And 
yeah. Um, the final thing will be uh, Black Panther 2. And it has also to do with the unfortunate uh, passing away of Chadwick Boseman. Um, may he rest in peace. Um, uh, I think, and I know I'm going to maybe step on a few toes here, but I think he should be recasted um, because... T'Challa is not done in the MCU yet. The story of T'Challa is not done in the MCU yet. And what better way uh, to honor the legacy of Chadwick Boseman. And the guy has created a legacy with Black Panther uh, uh, when it came out in 2019, I think. Uh, of course, we had Infinity War 2018. Uh, we, of course, we had uh, Infinity War later that year. But uh, I think Black Panther, uh, if you look at a, a point, uh, at a viewpoint of how it how it impacted society and how it impacted the fandom, I think Black Panther uh, was uh, one of the most important movies that Marvel has produced, uh, and uh, it has uh, it, it was an event at that time. Uh, I mean. Uh, when you went to the theater, I saw the videos where you had like uh, f uh, all uh, all halls were showing Black Panther uh, running in, and you still couldn't get tickets. Uh, I was in Asia at the time; I had to wait a few weeks to see it uh, because I was in an island without a movie theater. Uh, so when I finally saw it, uh, yeah, it, it blew me away. I think it's the, the the movie I've seen the most in theaters after. The Return of the King, uh, Black Panther is number two. Uh, it was, they need to recast him uh, to honor his legacy and to um, to finish the story of T'Challa in a good way. Uh, um, who it should be, they recast. Uh, I have ideas about it. John David Washington uh, would be my pick, but Again, I am not. A, uh, uh, that would be a fan cast, and I'm not a fan of fan casts. Uh, so uh, I will be, uh, I will be satisfied with whomever they will choose in the end. But I think they should, and I think they will recast the role. And uh, that's why I'm also looking forward to Black Panther 2 the most. So, One Division, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and Black Panther 2 would be my answer to there. Your question. Good, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I've got so I got a couple of thoughts, but I'm, I'm glad you kind of mentioned Black Panther. I didn't know if we were going to get into it. I, I agree with you, and I I also agree with you that um, you know some people are going to feel that that's a, a stepping on toes sort of answer. But my thought on why I think they should recast him is that um, I, I the reason I think it honors his legacy is that I I've got to believe uh, Chadwick would 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 kind of want that character that specific character and i don't mean passing it to shuri or mbaku i mean that specific character to to endure um to to be you know to be you know bigger than himself for the community uh for the specific community it represents and also for for the actor who would take on that role because to me you're 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 giving an opportunity to a new actor to to take that legacy and, and to carry it when, when Chadwick can't. And I, that just, that just feels important to me. Um, who knows what they'll do? I mean, they, they may end up not doing that. Uh, I don't know, but I do feel like 
a new actor having that opportunity to to carry Chadwick's legacy would it it just kind of it feels right to me. Uh, so I I would I would definitely be for that. But I, I understand it's it's a bit of a sensitive issue. So yeah, I, uh, we may be talking about this a bit too soon. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm not I'm 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 not. I'm not uh, saying anything to uh, reduce the the feel of loss or anything. Uh, I mean, it's terrible. Uh, Chadwick uh, has has died, and I mean, his illness he carried uh, throughout his complete journey in the MCU, and nobody knew, nobody noticed, nobody ever knew. Uh, the strength of that man is incredible, and if you don't recast the role. You kind of, yeah, I, f I think you dishonor his strength and what he did. And uh, the, uh, this, this, this fire, this flame uh, needs to keep burning through somebody else, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. it's, 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 uh, it, it, I think it would be worse if they didn't recast him and just say uh, King T'Challa has died and uh, the mental of uh, Black Panther has gone to Shuri or whatever. I mean, it's fine if they do that in like two movies time or something. If you do that now, it's 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 too it's too easy. It's uh, it it feels like T'Challa is no more. Uh, Chadwick is no more. We we don't do anything with it anymore. That's that doesn't feel right to me personally. But who am I? <laughs> uh, no, I, I agree with you. Just so segueing away from that, not very smoothly. Um, just to kind of answer the same question as you. Uh, I, I agree with you on that. Um, and we'll, we'll see what they do. And, and there's going to be a time to talk about it in, in more detail, I suppose. But um, as far as phase four goes, just making an abrupt right turn here. Um, the, the couple of projects that stand out to me are, um, so one, I've got to go Falcon and Winter Soldier. And the reason is that was probably, it reminds me of a comic run that to me was like really huge. It's what kind of first got me in. There was a it was a major arc where um, uh, Bucky had shown back up as the Winter Soldier. Uh, nobody knew it was Bucky at the time. He'd just shown back up. It was a huge arc. Then Steve died, and Bucky was left to um, sort of take revenge on, on Steve's death, or at least go after who was responsible. And then also there was another conspiracy that, that came into play. Uh, but Falcon joined him. Uh, Sharon Carter joined him. I believe Black Widow showed up a little bit, although... You know, she won't be there for this. But um, it, this this arc with, with Bucky and Falcon and then Agent 13 working together really reminds me of that arc. Um, because they both, they came into that with neither one of them being Cap, which will, you know, be where they start off here. You know, both of them will just be working together as who they are. And then in that arc, uh, Bucky eventually ascended to, uh, he, he eventually accepted he was reluctant to, but he eventually accepted the mantle of Captain America. It looks like in this show, that'll be maybe going to Sam, probably. It looks like that's likely going to Sam, which is fine. But uh, it just reminds me of, of that arc of the two of them working together and then Sharon being there as well. Um, but the other one, you know what, surprisingly, I, I, this is going to sound weird to say maybe, but uh, Loki sort of surprised me. Um, when when Loki first came out, I I... It's not that I didn't care, but like it, I was just like I didn't know what to think of it, right? I was like, okay, a Loki show, right? I don't know, I have no idea where they're going with this, but just the idea that they're, you know, he's going to be playing around in some alternate timeline, and that they've got this organization uh, called the Time Variance Authority, who's going to be playing around with something. I, it, it got me intrigued about where that's 
actually going. And now that they've cast Kang, you know, I'm starting to wonder, do, do they introduce him there somehow? And then he shows up in Ant-Man 3. I don't know. It just, it seems like it's going to be a lot more important than I thought it was going to be. So I'm, I'm really interested in that. And speaking of which, I guess I'll go ahead and top at the, throw Ant-Man 3 in there. I, I was just excited. Was it early this year when they announced that they were going to even do an Ant-Man 3? Because I like I like the Ant-Man series. I have, I have a good time with it. Um, I'm currently but, watching the first one, actually. It's, I, I, I absolutely adore that. And actually, the second one, which is viewed the weakest of fans, is three right. well if that's your weakest movie then you're in a good place right <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, it's so much fun it's so yeah. visually so great i mean the quantum realm right. how can you not like that but anyway go on <laughs> no i totally agree it, it's, it's just a fun film um it, you know they get into the quantum realm it does pay off big time later but it, it's just a fun film the first one for me actually I, I don't know if i've said this that much but the first one for me was one of my favorite theater experiences People had a great time watching it, man. The theater I was in, anyway, just and people were loving it the entire time, start to finish. I, I had a, I had a really great time with the the first Ant Man in theater. It was it was it was really fun. But Ant Man three, now that they've announced Kang and they got this opportunity for possibly the Young Avengers, I don't know if they're doing that. It, on the site, you'll notice I always posted that I don't really know how they're gonna do the Young Avengers. I don't know if they need this team. I don't know what that team would do, but just seeing how they've built up certain characters, like they've got Kate Bishop coming in the Hawkeye series, Cassie's growing up a little bit, uh, WandaVision's going to introduce Wiccan and Speed, I don't know if they'll join the team or not, but they've got the parts there, and to to see them maybe slowly work a team like that together and, and have them... Kate Bishop? Yeah, Kate, yeah, that's what I mean, Kate Bishop in the Hawkeye series, to have them sort of introduced uh, introduced in another movie and then kind of spinning off onto their own or maybe just playing a background role is, is really cool they it's it's called getting a like getting a rub right like you ha instead of just throwing this new team in their own movie you have them play a vital role in another movie like ant-man and then you know maybe branch them off later and it, it makes them more important it gives them more significance and i, I I'm, I'm i'm really excited at, at, at ant-man 3 to me is looking like it's must watch at this point not just a fun movie like ant-man 2 but it looks like it's maybe must-watch. Like point. you have to watch Silver War, otherwise you don't instant, basically. Uh, so yeah, it, it, it does feel like that. Uh, I didn't mention Endman Tree or uh, or Blade or anything because they officially has not been announced a date yet. So uh, I know it's coming, but I don't know when. Maybe twenty to twenty-four. Who knows? Uh, uh, so yeah, uh, it's it's definitely one of the one of the movies I'm really looking forward to as well. Uh, but if I'm honest, I look forward to everything. <laughs> um, actually, uh, you mentioned Loki. Um, there's one thing that that mm, uh, um, like it's good they uh, let Iron Man go and let. Uh, Captain America go. Th those were the two pillars of the Avengers in phase one, two, three. Mm -hmm. um, but Loki was that too, but then on the other side as a villain. He was actually very important from phase one until the end. Um, even in Endgame, he played a part. Right. Uh, yeah. So um, Tom Hiddleston, great actor. Loki, great character. But 
uh, I'm always a bit wary when uh, there's a, a threat of overusing. And that was the feeling I got when they announced the show initially last year's uh, summer last year on uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Um, I said, Loki, well, yeah, it's, it's not that I hate it or uh, I'm not, I won't watch it, but it's, 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 it's not so high on my list because uh, I, I thought the character arc he had uh, up until Infinity War was perfect. And bringing him back for this time travel and him escaping with the Tesseract and everything. Yeah, um, it's like they can't say goodbye to the guy. Uh, at, at a certain moment, you, if, you, if you have a story, you sometimes have to say goodbye to characters to move forward. And uh, there's a threat that they, if, if, yeah, that they overuse him. But I will gladly let them surprise me when the show comes out. And uh, probably I will be drooling all over it. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's the thought I had about Loki and 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 that show uh, that it may be a little bit uh, redundant or too much. But I, I will let them surprise me. Uh, you know, I'm 100% with you. And I had like another thought on that. The um, it, so it reminds me a little bit of of Gamora, right? So mm -hmm. they, they had a, an amazing death with her, and then uh, they kind of pluck her out of the 2014 timeline. Which, so here's the thought before I ramble on. I I like that. So one character goes through and they have their death, right? They have this huge sort of um, heroic sort of moment. Um, it's like if they now bring Iron Man back for even a cameo, it will take away from his arc. Well, so here's where I was going with that. Um, I so. So to me, it kind of resets them a little bit. I, I, I view them as a different character. So in, the reason I brought up Gamora is they've got her from this time before she had, you know, a lot of heroic experiences and and really kind of got into the good nature of the Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Um, For her so, relationship with uh, Peter Quill. Right. So you're seeing her when she's still a little, for lack of a better term, angsty, right? Mm -hmm. So you've got this opportunity to explore a completely different side of that character. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with her. I don't think that they'll have her rekindle that relationship with Peter. Um, I, I don't think, cause I think the idea and the same thing with Loki would be to say, all right, you know what? We've done this whole, they reformed and were good and died sort of angle. And now we're just going to let them kind of take on that more villainous path again and, mm -hmm. and, and, and see what a character like, uh, Gamora can be as more of a villain. Uh, I, I think that's where they're going with stuff like that. Um, and mm -hmm. that's why, that's why I don't mind them recasting it. Uh, I'm sorry, not recasting it, but um, kind of going back and, and taking this past version of them because it gives you a chance to see something completely different from that character. So I like yeah. it. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. And uh, I hope they do that because uh, if they just, uh, in the end, make uh, Gamora uh, t uh, yeah, join up with Star-Lord again and right. or Loki uh, make peace with his brother again, uh, that wouldn't interest me. That wouldn't. I mean, uh, we, I've, we've seen that already. And you, the, the worst thing you can do is repeat yourself. Right. And that Marvel, uh, that's why uh, they haven't done that uh, um, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, um, so I hope they keep, they, they, they keep away from that part. Then let Loki die, the villain. Uh, let Gamora be a villain, and yeah, 
uh, maybe have Peter Quill uh, uh, hunt her down and catch her and in the end maybe even kill her uh, if that's that that would be better than then yeah get, get get back to where they were uh, right before infinity war that that wouldn't interest me at all i agree with you. and that's why i think they're going to do something very different with them but uh, again we'll see but um i i suspect that they'll do something different with them uh, that, that to me the opportunity there. you know what i wanted to give a small plug because i meant to mention it earlier was was shang chi I don't think enough people talk about this movie, but have you seen the set designs for this? Like the set? Yes, I have seen it, and it's uh, it's 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 uh, it's really awesome. And uh, I didn't mention Shang Chi because, uh, um, well, uh, I I don't want to be um, too, uh, too much of Asian. I mean, I could have mentioned Eternals. I could have mentioned Shang Chi right. as uh, two of the projects that interest me the most. But yeah. Uh, a victory. It's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be a movie that surprises everybody. Same goes for Eternals. It's, it's going to be, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be amazing. And we don't even know it yet. I mean, that first trailer for Eternals, uh, we've been waiting on it actually for half a year already because uh, it would have been out half a year ago. Um, We're going to wait longer, man. We're going to wait another six months for it at least probably. Yeah, something around May, yeah, uh, uh, end of April, probably, if everything stays like this. Um, but yeah, uh, those those movies are going to rock, and they're going to shock, and uh, they're going to surprise, and uh, uh, they're going to open up uh, whole new worlds, and we don't even know it yet, and I can't wait for it. We're, we'll uh, we'll talk. I know we're getting a little bit long now, but we'll 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 talk about uh, some of those other ones like uh, like Eternals and Shang Chi and stuff like that. Maybe yeah, uh, next good time. idea. Okay, uh, talk about them next time, and okay. uh, maybe we can do uh, like uh, both. Uh, we can just pick a movie. We can do them in order from Iron Man to uh, Far From Home uh, to discuss one movie at length uh, during uh, the next podcast. Uh, what do you say? Yeah, we can do that. We'll, we'll figure something out, man. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about what we can do there. Um, I just like before we, we're we're heading out. I guess if if we're heading out, do uh, anything you want to throw out there? Any other thoughts randomly about any other subjects or anything? Um, no, not at the time. I mean, uh, we, uh, uh, I hope the people, uh, that listen to this podcast are interested in talking to us on the forum. Uh, I hope you will throw in a link, uh, when you, uh, send this out into the world, uh, for, uh, the forum, uh, sakar.freeforums.net. And, uh, yeah, let's meet up there. And, uh. If we have, if you have some thoughts, uh, please drop them there. Then we can discuss that later, in the Absolutely. next time. For sure. And this is, by the way, uh, this is this has been the first time you and I have ever talked or met. To my knowledge, it's the first time anybody's talked directly uh, from the site. But uh, I, I think we're hoping to, to get some other people involved at, at some point. Um, yes. Any, anybody's welcome to. We're probably going to keep it. Uh, you know, three, maybe four people or something, just something kind of small. Yeah, what I what I would suggest is uh, having uh, like a group of four or five people and not always have to be uh, at the podcast. Uh, so we can just discuss the topics with like three people, uh, mm -hmm. but have uh, the people vary. So um, you get the different points of views. And uh, yeah, uh, 
I think I can talk forever about the MCU. <laughs> so, <Me too>. uh, <laughs> uh, I hope there are others who will eventually join us and like what we did. And, well, uh, I hope uh, we, this was a good experience. <laughs> It's fun. And uh, yeah, so anybody's welcome to join. Anybody who joins the site is welcome to, to, to join with us here. And then uh, also I just wanted to throw out that like any ideas that anybody has, questions, topics, anything like that, uh, uh, you, you know where we are, you know, you know how to find us. So just uh, feel free to submit those and um, we'll, uh, we'll check it out, I guess. Right. Yes. Uh, absolutely and uh, we can uh, I think I don't know exactly when the next podcast will be I think we need to discuss that outside this one uh, but uh, yeah we'll see uh, uh, when that when that will be uh, I think we should have some news again to discuss and uh, yeah like I say maybe review a movie or whatever and then we can slowly build it and you know uh, answer the questions we get and then we go from there Cool, man. Well, uh, yeah, we'll uh, definitely chat soon. And uh, I appreciate meeting you. I think it's been a great time, like, talking yeah, to you. Yeah, it was really nice to meet you. Uh, now I know who to imagine when I talk to our, our, our Stanton. <laughs> uh, I just call you Archie, okay? Uh, but uh, it's uh, always good to see a face behind a name. Absolutely. You too, man. Well, um, uh, I appreciate it, man. Uh, take care and until next time, I guess. Yes, absolutely. Bye-bye. All right. Take care. Bye.